Welcome to the person you want to be. This is Eric Teplitz bringing you the final solo edition of the podcast for 2023. This is an audio essay entitled How to Become Besties with Your Mortality. You and I and every other living creature on earth are at some point going to die. Many of us are profoundly uncomfortable with this reality. After all, not only does death mean saying goodbye to our favorite foods, people, and TV shows once and for all, but nothing is more threatening to our egos than the notion of ceasing to exist. The prospect of death can be a big-time bummer, if not utterly terrifying. We prefer not to think about it. We act as if it's not actually going to happen, at least not to us. We are masters at distracting ourselves from this truth we do not wish to face. While we may not like the fact that we are going to die someday, allow me to make a case for making friends with our mortality. We don't have to, of course. It's entirely optional. But we might as well. So, how, you may ask, can we view mortality, our own specifically, as our friend? let alone a close and dear friend who has our best interests at heart. Here are three ways. Number one, deadlines are extremely helpful, and death is the ultimate deadline. Cyril Northcote Parkinson famously observed that, quote, Work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion, unquote. What we refer to today as Parkinson's Law. In other words, deadlines are what motivate us to get things done. Without them, we are liable to employ endless delay tactics and not accomplish much of anything. A deadline, then, is your friend. And death, you could say, is the ultimate deadline. Of course, it's a tricky one in that we often don't know when our death will come, which adds some additional challenge. But it doesn't entirely make sense to live each day as if it's going to be our last, simply because what if it isn't? A better modus operandi might be to aspire to live each day such that, if it does happen to be our last, we can take heart in knowing we did our best to live up to our ideals, to walk our talk. We do this by getting crystal clear about what matters to us and acting accordingly. 
Death, you could say, is here to help us live our best lives and prioritize those things that are most important to us, if we allow her to. You can lead a horse to water, death is fond of saying. Number two. Death is the one sign of mercy in a seemingly indifferent universe. Let me be perfectly clear. I don't claim to understand what life is all about, how it works, why we or anything at all happen to be here, or anything along those lines. I don't know what happens when we die. With the notable exception of our soul burning in hell for eternity, based on things we got wrong here during an incredibly brief lifespan, which to me seems like nothing more than an attempt by certain human powers that be to keep people in line or otherwise manipulate them, often effectively, so with that notable exception, lots of possibilities seem plausible to me. Nothingness, reincarnation, being recycled into the earth, and our animating force being redistributed into other living things. A continuing journey for the soul. A return to that from which we came, whatever that is. Being bathed in love. Someone once reported to me that this was their experience when they had flatlined for a period of time in the hospital. Waking up as if from a dream into some other reality. Or who knows what else. I have no idea. But there's no denying that this life with all its wonders and beauty and magnificence and many positive aspects, also has plenty of disturbing and brutal components to it. Most obviously, the sheer abundance and variety of suffering that exists in the world. I don't need to belabor this point, but this is where death Unless I'm entirely wrong about the hell thing, fair warning, is our friend. I'm not talking about the death of others such as those dear to us, but our own eventual death. Is it not a comforting thought that no matter how horrific one's circumstances may end up being, this too shall pass? Death is the one reliable friend you can count on when it comes to inordinate suffering. I say this not to be glib, nor am I suggesting we necessarily want to expedite our own end. While all of us suffer from time to time, I am not in any way trying to compare, rank, or categorize sufferings. What I am saying is even the absolute worst sufferings imaginable, which unfortunately are all too real for some, are temporary, thanks only 
to our loyal friend, mortality. Now, whether or not this quote-unquote mercy is intentional on the part of the universe doesn't really matter. It is the only way I personally can attempt to find solace or make the slightest bit of sense out of the atrocities that take place on this planet daily, be they human-caused or otherwise. All suffering, no matter how intense or unjust, does end. Thanks to our devoted friend, death. Number three, death gives our lives meaning. This statement is cliche, but I believe it is for good reason. Our choices are only meaningful because we cannot choose everything. The decisions we make about what to devote our time and energy to are made significant by the fact that there are limits to these. Death gives our lives definition. It's bittersweet, but as far as I can tell, the truth. Finitude is ultimately the source of our sense of meaning. It is the impermanence of all things, including our own lives, that creates the urgency for us to savor and appreciate them. So, imagine a friend who helps you clarify your values and priorities, provides a containment for your suffering, infuses your choices and activities with meaning, motivates you to take action, and gives you cause for greater appreciation of your life and everything in it you cherish. We each have a friend that amazing. That friend is our own mortality. I hope you enjoyed this audio essay. And for those in the U.S., I'd like to wish you a very happy and safe Thanksgiving holiday. And I'm really excited to bring you next week the season two finale of The Person You Want to Be, which will, just like last year's season finale, include clips from each interview I conducted this year packaged in a way that I hope you find immensely satisfying. So until then, be well and be kind. See you next week. If you enjoyed this episode of The Person You Want to Be, please consider subscribing to the show on your favorite podcast platform. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Leaving a rating and review for the show would be greatly appreciated. Video versions of each episode are available on my YouTube channel, which is simply my name, Eric Teplitz. You can visit my website, ericteplitz.com, to sign up for my free newsletter, schedule a free one-on-one -on -one coaching call with me, and much more. Once again, that's Eric Teplitz, E-R-I-C. 
T-E-P-L-I-T-Z dot com. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope this episode inspires you to take at least one action today in the direction of becoming the person you want to be.